This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning. It is the 25th day of March. Come on in. I'm Pam Yankee. Glad to be along with you until 6 a.m. If you're new to the program, we focus in on everything about Wisconsin agriculture and food production. And this morning, that includes talking about the historic lows as far as hay stocks available. Getting to the tail end of our feed supplies for a lot of farms. And unfortunately, if they're looking for hay around the Midwest, it's coming at a premium. Dr. Dan Undersander, retired University Extension Forward Specialist, explains after 5.30. And also up before 6 o'clock, we've been talking about the UW School of Veterinary Medicine and their need for an expansion. But you say, well, that doesn't involve me, Pam. I don't have any animals. Well, we've got a story before 6 that shows you may be dependent on that school for veterinary medicine as well, how they are working with community groups on uh, law enforcement. Stick around. That's up before 6. Weather-wise, we've got a mild stretch on the way for this week. Today, sunny skies, 43 are expected high. Overnight lows down to 22. Tomorrow, sunshine and 48. Wednesday, sunshine and 54. Thursday, we've got a pretty good chance of showers, but we'll top out around 60 degrees. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details in about 15 minutes. Less than two minutes. That's all it takes. And suddenly, you become a hero. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee here for my friends at the UW Organ and Tissue Donation Group. They are going to be joining me at the WPS Farm Show, EAA Grounds in Oshkosh. The staff is going to be there all three days, and you can find them in Hangar A, their location, booth 3501. Remember, a lot of people don't like to discuss end-of-life situations, but talking about that donation is different than talking about death. When you share your donation decision with your family, you're talking about opportunity. Take the opportunity during the WPS Farm Show at the EAA Grounds in Oshkosh. Two minutes and you become a hero. Get the facts and get signed up during the WPS Farm Show at the EAA Grounds in Oshkosh, March 26th through the 28th. The UW Organ and Tissue Donation Group in Hangar A, as in Apple, booth 3501 or online now. Donate LifeWisconsin.org. Now we wait for May to find out who our next Alice in Dairyland will be. Bob Bosel at the northern end of the World's Barn. And recently, our analyst finalists were announced. And Pam, this will be the 72nd Alice in Dairyland. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, the 71st, not real excited about relinquishing the title. Caitlin Riley, she is our current Alice in Dairyland. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yankee, here at the southern end of the world's longest part. I got a chance to visit with Caitlin and talk a little bit about uh, not just what she's doing today, but you have to acknowledge that we've got five finalists that want that position, being Wisconsin's agriculture ambassador. And come May 11th, we will find out who our 72nd Alice is. Just chatted with Caitlin a little bit about some of the things that Green County has got planned for the finale experience that those five will go through, and obviously what she's doing today to continue promoting Wisconsin agriculture. Green County is ready to go, and so I'm really excited for our five top candidates to get that cultural experience of Green County. One thing that is difficult, though, is that they have so much to offer. And so it's hard to narrow down which tours we're going to take them on and which aspects and industry leaders we're going to introduce them to, because Green County has so much agriculture. Of course, we see them in the dairy industry. They have the most master cheesemakers than anywhere else in the nation. I think they have about 60 specialty cheeses produced there 
there themselves. But almost 7,000 jobs in Greene County are connected to agriculture. So it's not just a part of a small industry. That's really the essence of the county. And so when I was able to talk with the top candidates, we sat together around Swiss foods, whether it was Rushti or Wiener Schnitzel, and they were able to chat about the culture of that, the way that we incorporate our dairy commodities or our other commodities grown and produced in Wisconsin into those meals. And they had the chance to chat with me about a day in the life of Alice and ask their questions as they enter this rigorous interview process. Yeah, we were, Caitlin and I were talking about just trying to keep the visibility on the Alice in Dairyland program can be a challenge. I mean, let's face it, everybody is busy, uh, including the candidates that we would be looking for. Uh, What did they say after they heard about a day in the life of Alice. You know, a lot of them have already done their research. If they know they're going to be applying for Alice, this is something that they've been thinking about for the past year or more. But some of them, when we really broke it down to how many radio interviews, television interviews, articles I write, and then add on top of it the events that you go to, they ask, well, how do you manage that? How do you time manage? How do you practice? How do you have the facts? That was the biggest question that they asked me is, how do you know all the facts that you know? And that's when you tell them that you're a human And you study your facts real quick before going to those specific events. But even more importantly, you learn along the way. I am a completely different person and ambassador now than in June when I was just taking the role as Alice. I was raised on a small dairy farm, so I knew a lot about Wisconsin's dairy sector. But I didn't know about mink, ginseng, cranberries, and so much more. And so really, I don't think there is such a thing as a day in the life of Alice. We almost need to look at the full year the full growth that we've had. And that's where you understand how you get an Alice who at the end of the year or at the end of their time seems so polished and perfected is because we've had guidance every step of the way from the fabulous people in Wisconsin's agriculture industry. Now, for people that haven't ever paid attention to the final phase of this interview process, and it is just that, it is an interview process. This is not a, a, you know, a contest per se where it's all about that night. It is an interview process to take a marketing position at the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection on behalf of all Wisconsin agriculture, even if we may be predisposed to the dairy message. So Caitlin, tell me a little bit about what these candidates should be prepared for going through this final phase. And uh, like you said, Green County's rolling out the red carpet for them. They really are. And so these candidates have already been put a little bit to the test. We had applications come out in January. There were preliminary interviews in February. So they already had a little taste of an interview experience. But then in March, when we did the press conference and we announced who those top candidates are, we also gave them a binder of assignments. And so they are going to be doing some of the work that Alice does, creating marketing strategies, public presentations, studying for questions or topics that you might be asked when you're approached as Alice. And even between that time, so March and May, they are reaching out to industries that are beyond their background. I had a candidate ask me, can I reach out to the people at the Department of Agriculture, ask for their insight, ask for their help? Absolutely. Because as Alice, I get to work in the Department of Agriculture. And so I'm fortunate to have those resources right there so that I can continue growing, learning, and sharing an effective message message. Then in May, there's a lot of impromptu opportunities to make your impression on the selection panel, to answer questions from people who may be attending some of the events or activity 
activities that are going on. And we're really going to put them on the spot because, and as Alice, you never know when someone's going to ask you to speak. You never know when someone's going to ask you that tough question. And we're looking for a woman who's ready to step into this role. That being said, I applied for Alice twice. Even being a top candidate is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, something that we absolutely want to encourage them to place on their resumes because you do put a lot of work into this process. And it was a great way for me to reach out to the selection panel, receive feedback, and become a more effective communicator based on the things that they liked and the things that they thought could use improvement. Yeah, Your points are well taken for any of us in the media that have had a chance to work with Alice. We noticed the change from our our first conversation with them until the end, and you almost sometimes wish that there was a two-year stint or something where you could really go that that senior year, you know, now I'm all ready, and now I really get to concentrate on the job, but that's not the case. So taking a look at the candidates, and again, we don't want to get specific because obviously we don't want to uh, uh, be predisposed to any of the five uh, finalists. They all look fantastic, but what kinds of questions did they have um, do they sound like they've got a good grasp of Wisconsin agriculture or maybe that the rose-colored glasses are off a little bit, Caitlin, and that they really do understand what the job takes? I think it's a combination of all those things because what was so unique about our candidates is the different backgrounds they all had. Some of them were first generation removed from the farm. Some of them had more of a hobby farm and not a strong dairy background. Others did grow up strongly rooted in our dairy industry. And so they each had questions. A lot of them were said, am I qualified? Is this something where I can even be Alice? And I always like to say, yes, you are, because we need new Alice's. We need new backgrounds because that's what helps keep our program fresh. That's what helps keep our minds open. And that's what helps us grow. I was kind of a stereotypical Alice. I grew up on the dairy farm, but I had my journalism background. So I tried incorporating those skills into my year. I would love to be able for us to have Alice's with backgrounds from all of our different industries across the state of Wisconsin. So we can create those new networks, connections, and partnerships that they have that we may not have. And so a lot of these questions that they're asking are questions, you know, specifically about these different industries. And I just tell them, go ask the producers, go ask those industry leaders, because they are the best source. And what's great about agriculture is we all work together. And so they always set aside the time, whether it's for a school project or for an Alice Top candidate, they're there to educate, to guide us. And I'm 100% confident that they are going to be able to find experts in Wisconsin's agriculture industry to guide them as they prep these presentations. Well, we're I guess we'd have to say we're in the home stretch now. Oh, five finalists that have been named that would like to be our 72nd Alice in Dairyland. Caitlin Riley in studio with us. She will be there on the evening of May 11th when they make that announcement down in Monroe, Green County, the host county, for the final phase of interview questions and presentations and encounters with the media that those five finalists will go through. AliceInDairyland.com is uh, the blog that Caitlin maintains, keeping you up to speed on all the stuff she's going to be doing from now well past May 11th. The, your last day on the job is well past May 11th. It is. So my last day in the job will actually be June 1st. A lot of people don't realize that we keep working as quote-unquote old Alice. 
because we need to give the young woman selected time to be able to move to Dane County area, maybe patch up some of the relationships that she has with her previous employer because she will be gone for a full year, but it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to have this as your job. So I will be the mean Alice who takes the tiara back from her and continues working <laughs> for just a couple of weeks. But then my final day is going to be really hard because it's going to be the dairy breakfast on my family's dairy farm yeah. in Crawford County. So I already get a little choked up when I'm I think about it. so, sweetie. <laughs> rightly so. She loves those jerseys. Caitlin Riley, she's in studio with us, like we said. Although we'll name an official 72nd Alice in Green County on uh, the 11th of May during their finale event. Uh, Caitlin, old Alice. <laughs> Caitlin, mean Alice. I, I've never heard you describe like that at all, nor is it correct. She will be around with us until the front part of June. Like I said, AliceInDairyland.com, the blog where you can kind of follow along. And of course, we'll be keeping you up to date on that final phase of the interview process from Green County coming up in May. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala talks about something an injury victim should never do. We often get calls from people who have been injured in a car or motorcycle accident. And even before the person has a chance to realize the full extent of their injuries, an insurance company or another lawyer, someone who should know better, tries to get that person to settle too quickly. That's a bad idea. A rushed settlement right after an accident almost always leads to an unfair result and far less compensation than the injured person deserves. We do things differently. When you hire Clifford and Rihala, we'll work very hard to recover all of your claim. We don't cut corners. We invest all the time and effort your case deserves to achieve nothing less than your maximum settlement. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys, fighting for you, for justice, myjustice.com. You want her farm report. You need her farm report. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. Yeah, I'm waking up pretty comfortable this morning at uh, just about 5.20 and time to talk weather details. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, along with us. You know, we talked about this a little bit last week, Stu, that uh, because of the sunshine, because of the warmer temperatures, the good news is it does look like where we had standing water, a lot of it is actually starting to sink in the ground as the frost comes out, huh? It's starting to go away. I saw some fields again late last week, uh, especially just east of here over in Sheboygan County. A lot of water standing in a lot of areas, but 
it's that time of the year where that sun and the more mild temperatures, suddenly that frost is going to break and things will start to dry out. That's what we're really hoping for, I'm sure, as we make our way into this week. Oh, there was a little sprinkly rain in the weekend. I see that far southwest Wisconsin had just a little measurable rain out of it. But that system well clear of us now, well off to the south. And we expect a pretty dry, nice Monday. A little cooler to start things off, no doubt there. Temperatures for most of us in the 20s, a few 30s around. That's a little cooler than normal here for a Monday morning. But during the day, I expect high pressure will mean sunshine and we'll enjoy sunshine on into Tuesday. Some clouds develop toward Wednesday, and that's when a warm front does try to edge in from the west. But the low pressure system itself will push further south. The chance of rain is really, really slight. It probably will mean a few more clouds in southern Wisconsin. And Wednesday night, maybe a really slight chance of light rain. And otherwise, temperatures staying very mild. In fact, by midweek, we'll be well above normal and stay that way Wednesday, Thursday, cooling a bit toward the weekend. The next bit of a rain chance around later Friday or on towards Saturday. I'll have forecast details right after this. Local commercial knowledge with local experience. That's how Rural Mutual Insurance has been protecting businesses in Wisconsin since 1930. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local company that knows you and your needs? Rural Mutual is the number one writer of farms and the third largest writer of commercial business in the state of Wisconsin. We only do business in Wisconsin, so premiums paid here stay here. To keep Wisconsin strong, contact your local Rural Mutual insurance expert or visit us at RuralMutual.com to learn how you can protect what matters most. Now, the easy and fastest way to order ag parts is with Sloan Express, America's ag parts supplier. Simply put, Sloan Express is a lower price alternative to original manufacturer parts. And now, free shipping on orders over $195 right to your front door. Plus, we offer free shipping to 20 Sloan locations. Enter code WISCONSIN10 at checkout and save 10%. Get your free catalog online at SloanEx.com or call today. All righty, Stu, let's have some weather details we can plan the day with, all right? All right, well, let's look at the week. I just It looks really fine, although there are some clouds in southern Wisconsin. Everybody else is cleared out, and I expect through the day that all of us will eventually have a mostly sunny day and still a little cool, not far from normal, though. Low to mid-40s for highs. The northeast winds about 5 to 10. Still cool tonight. Clear skies cooler. Low to mid-20s for lows. Northeast winds at 5 become calm, so it gets real quiet overnight. And then sunny again on Tuesday. We head back to the mid-40s as winds gradually become south at 5. That warm front tries to edge in. Still mostly sunny Wednesday. A few more clouds and a really slight rain chance toward Wednesday night to the south. In the upper 50s, though, already on Wednesday. South winds 5 to 10. They get stronger in the afternoon Wednesday. 10 to 20, gusting to 30. Thursday, Pam, I'd still say a few clouds around, but some upper 50s for highs. So it's going to become very mild, and you're heading off to Oshkosh and dealing with uh, what'll seem like spring weather. Yeah, and not uh, that's not a bad thing. I'm just hoping that the ground is firmed up a little bit for everybody that's going to be parking on the parameters. You know what I mean? Uh, I remember a few years ago after it rained, it was a muddy mess. Yeah, <laughs> Hopefully I know. we can dry it out. Yeah, exactly. Very good. All right, Stu, thanks, buddy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. All right, see you then. 524 on the clock. Yeah, uh, the Farm Show folks, uh, Rob Juno, general manager, they're just reminding folks that they have shuttle buses that will come and pick you up if you are headed to the show beginning tomorrow at the EAA Grounds in Oshkosh. 
Uh, so just uh, take her easy, like Stu said. Sometimes those grounds are a little squishy. This morning in Eau Claire, you're starting off with clear skies. You're at 34 degrees. Mauston, clear and 28. Madison, make that Fond du Lac clear and 21. Oshkosh, clear and 23. Madison, cloudy and 28 degrees. So all in all, not a not an uncomfortable way to wake up on a Monday morning. Well, I'll tell you what, you may be uncomfortable if you own livestock and you're starting to run short on hay supplies. Wow, 70-year low as far as available hay stocks all across the United States. And with the adverse weather that we've seen in places like Nebraska, they too are pressing the hay market as far as need. We'll talk about it after 5.30. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. I don't know about you, but I don't have the time or the energy to drive all over town trying to find a good deal when it comes to my ride. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here from my buddies at Zimbrick Chevrolet, Main Street, Sun Prairie. I've told you this story before, how they hooked me up with my Suburban. I didn't have a lot of time. I had to get a new ride fast. So what I did was give them a list of everything I wanted included in my ride, and bam, they got it. Plus, the best price guaranteed. Uh-huh. They're so confident they can beat any other dealer's price on the same vehicles, they'll pay you $500 cash if they can't. So why waste all the time and energy driving all over town when you can just drive in to Zimbrick Chevrolet Main Street Sun Prairie and get the best price guaranteed? A great vehicle, no buyer's remorse. Now that's the kind of relationship I can live with. Check out their entire inventory online, ZimbrickChevrolet.com, or like I said, stop in. And tell them the farm babe sent you. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Whether it was Joe DiMaggio or Jackie Robinson. Rosa Parks or Sally Ride. Bogart or Brando. You're just the right age to do something important that you can be remembered for. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, you can register to become an organ and tissue donor. Surprised? You shouldn't be. Today, people of all ages and even with health conditions can sign up to donate the gift of life. And it's so important. Every age, every ethnicity is needed. If we all signed up, imagine the lives we could save. The families we could help. So whether you admire John Wayne or James Dean, Robert Redford or Roberto Clemente, Elvis Presley or Ella Fitzgerald, do something important that could make a real difference and change lives. Get the facts today and register to become an organ donor. Find out how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. When we help accident victims, 
We fight to get them full justice, nothing less. That means all of the losses your injuries cause, medical bills, lost wages, and compensation for all your pain and suffering, now and in the future. I'm John Rihala. At Clifford and Rihala, we rely on thorough analysis, detailed preparation, and a strong compassion for our clients to help you achieve your maximum recovery. Over decades of helping accident victims, we've built a track record of success that you can trust. When you choose Clifford and Rihala, we'll fight to make those responsible for your injuries pay you nothing less than the full compensation you deserve to make things right. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you for justice. MyJustice.com. Zach, how are we doing today? We're doing great. How are you guys doing? Awesome. How are you doing, Dan? I'm doing, I'm doing very good. I always enjoy so, hearing a little Rihanna. <laughs> so, Zach, I got a question for you. I know we don't oh, have much time to talk to you, but I feel like you're the guy like with the Sasquatch photo. You have yeah. video evidence that Ethan Happ was shooting threes, and not just <laughs> shooting them, but swishing them and looking pretty wet from behind the arc. Yeah, man. No one was guarding him, and uh, it was there was nobody in the stands to to put any pressure on him. But yeah, he was uh, he hit three in a row, and I finally actually caught one of them. Um, for some reason, I couldn't get it. It was kind of like the Sasquatch. I was like, that didn't look good, and that didn't look good. But finally, got it on the third attempt. Yeah, dude. There's there's no surprise whatsoever. He's been able to hit shots like that. He shoots like that. He shoots his free throws like that too. He's he's like a ninety percent free throw shooter in practice. Probably, uh, I'd say probably about like a sixty percent three point shooter in practice. It's just he can't do it in the game. Doesn't feel comfortable enough to do it in the game, and so I don't expect to see any of that today. But yeah, we got to, we got a photo, we got evidence. So Cody and I were actually commenting on this between the breaks about your coverage in San Jose so far this weekend. You have been getting so much behind the scenes Wisconsin basketball coverage. It's actually just kind of cool to see a. Give us some of your thoughts on what it's like being around those guys, you know, kind of like almost hanging out in the team's locker room. Well, the greatest thing about the NCAA tournament, really the Big Ten tournament as well, is they allow you in the locker room. Uh, that's where the interviews take place during the season. You don't go in Wisconsin's locker room. You don't go in the opponent's locker room. You go to an interview room, and it's kind of all structured. But, yeah, we walked into the availability yesterday, and the Auburn and New Mexico State game was on, you know, Auburn was choking it away down the end, and then New Mexico State did what they did, where they went, guy looked like he had a perfect layup, and he tosses it back out for a three, guy, you know, obviously shoots it and gets fouled, and they end up losing it anyways, but we were in there, and those guys were so into it, and, you know, you had the, was able to get some video of that, and them going crazy and acting like everybody else does this time. It's, uh, March Madness, but yeah, no, that's what I love about the NCAA tournament. You get an opportunity to be right there and right in it, and, um, you know, get to see their reactions and everything like that, so... This is the best time of year for college basketball, for sure. Obviously for the games, but also for the access. Unfortunately, we got to you pretty late in today's show. We only have about three minutes left. Just give us a quick breakdown in uh, your pick for the game today. Yeah, I've been going back and forth. I know uh, a lot of people. <laughs> I know a lot of people outside of Wisconsin are picking Oregon. Um, I I keep on coming back to the idea of how does Wisconsin deal with their length, and we've seen Wisconsin struggle. Offensively, we've seen them struggle against some pressure, which certainly Oregon's going to put on them. So I'm, I'm, 
And we also see Wisconsin struggle shooting the ball. They're shooting 28% from three over the last 11 games. All those things put together, I, I have a tough time picking Wisconsin, but then they also have been to the second round in 11 of the last 12 years, or I should say 10 of the last 11 years they've been in the tournament. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Oregon. Uh, if, they, if Wisconsin does get by today, I think that they end up going to the round of – I think they go to the Sweet 16. I don't think Kansas State or UC Irvine will beat them uh, on Sunday, but I just don't see them winning today, and I'm sure I'll be wrong, and we can all make fun of me on Monday. I'm hoping so because one of us is going to be made fun of. I, I don't know Ebo's. I don't know Ebo's pick because he's been in Hawaii. I think Joe has the Badgers by a basket or two, and I was very firm on Badgers by double digits. Hey, you might be right. Again, Wisconsin has the shooters. They, you know, they just haven't shot very well over the last eleven games. At one point, they had four guys over forty percent. They have one guy right now over forty percent. So that that is to me like the biggest thing. If they all of a sudden come out and hit some outside shots. Uh, then it could be what you predict. Otherwise, uh, I think they're going to be in some trouble. Yeah, if this turns into an iso ball with Ethan Happ down low dribbling around, I think you might be in right. Zone. And I might in be in a zone. Much, yeah, in a zone, nonetheless. I mean, they're two, three. I mean, they're going to match up zone. You know, with Oregon, if he's, I just don't see it. But again, everything can change. Uh, watching these guys shoot yesterday, the rims at the uh, SAP Center seemed pretty soft. Pretty much anything that was getting on the rim was going in. So, I don't know. It could be a. It could be a very. I mean, everyone's expecting a low score game. Watch will come out and be like a seventy, seventy five point game, and we'll all be wrong about it. But again, uh, I'm I'm as big a pessimist as anybody in this world, and so um, take it that for what it's worth. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Soft rims today. Maybe that that was my issue <laughs> playing basketball. Always hard rims. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 5.35 now on a Monday morning coming up before 6 o'clock. You may find yourself connected with the UW School of Veterinary Medicine in Madison, whether you've got animals or not. We're visiting this morning with uh, one of the doctors on campus that does outreach work with our canine officers across the state of Wisconsin. Really interesting collaboration there. Talking about that before 6 o'clock. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. Well, on this date, back in 1957, six countries came together to form the European Economic Community, the EEC. And ultimately, that led to the creation of the European Union, which may be struggling today, but it's still around. Speaking of being still around, and happy birthday to Elton John. His birthday today, born back in... 1947, and now you know. Well, what we're finding out is as we get closer and closer to spring, a lot of our farm families are shorter and shorter on feed for their livestock. And unfortunately, if they're looking for good quality hay, it's coming as a premium. Dr. Dan Undersanders, retired University Extension Ford Specialist, and he said we're at 70-year lows when it comes to available hay stocks. That's right, uh, Pam. We uh, have a a 70-year low uh, record inventory of hay, and uh, everybody is talking. It's not just quality hay, but any kind of hay, and even straw that's in really short supply across the Midwest. And uh, due to the Nebraska issues and a number of other situations, a really low supply nationally for all of these hay stocks. Wow. Now, that Nebraska flooding situation, Dan, 
Are there a lot of hay acres there that are uh, potentially at threat of being lost this year? Yeah, um, and we're going to have to, I guess, kind of wait and see how things pan out. Uh, there's there's a lot of areas being flooded. There's a lot of hay supplies that have been moved to higher ground, and obviously some that didn't make it. Uh, the longer consideration is what it will do to the hay stands. Uh, some of the grass stands won't be affected a whole lot except for residue that's left on them, but some of the alfalfa fields could be drowned out. Uh, generally, we would think that these fields could stay underwater for up to a week, uh, but a lot of that depends on the temperature. Uh, if it's cold, the stands will last longer underwater. If the temperatures like they are approach the 60s and 70s, then we're probably only talking about three to five days underwater before we have damage. So uh, the amount of damage is going to be very dependent on how long the water stays on the fields and how warm the temperature is. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about that supply situation. 70-year lows, so is that a direct reflection then on what people should expect to pay if they find any hay? Absolutely. Um, we're we're seeing uh, our latest hay prices on the UW website are showing that the dairy quality hay has climbed over $260 a ton. But uh, as I was traveling across Minnesota last week, I was hearing that uh, any dairy quality hay you can find, you should buy at whatever price you have to pay for it. And then, as I said, uh, they were talking even about uh, if somebody needed to buy buy straw for rations, uh, that straw is very scarce as well. In fact, for many farmers, rather than buying straw, it would probably be more economical to look for some grass hay around and to incorporate that uh, because it's less expensive to start with. And secondly, you get a little bit of nutrients along with the fiber that you're trying to put into the ration. Dr. Dan Undersander, he's our retired University of Wisconsin Extension forage specialist. Now, if you're searching for hay of any type, you can jump online The University Extension Service has a farmer-to-farmer website that's active, farmer-to-farmer.uwex.edu, or reach out to your county extension agent for more details. It's 540. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers. vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. When their employees live where you live, that's Wisconsin Strong. When they support the local community by giving back, that's Wisconsin Strong. When your insurance premiums stay here, that's keeping Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual has been voted one of the top 50 insurance companies in the nation for auto, home, business, and farm insurance for the 10th year in a row. Their local agents and local employees make us Wisconsin Strong. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Hey, here's a little news blip from my friends at McFarland's in the heart of Sauk City, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12. 
Hey, if you're planning on travel this summer, whether it's a family vacation or just for work, did you know tire prices are going up? Why? Market conditions, competition from around the world. So make sure if your tires are a little on the thin side, you were thinking about replacing them anyhow, or you are planning on some miles this summer, now's a good time. Take care of that all under one roof at McFarland's. Remember, it's not just about tires. They do oil changes, alignments, and all kinds of vehicle maintenance. They can handle vehicles up to nine ton. Oh, you say you're bigger than that? Hey, they can handle you too. Tire Dr. Frank Cook will be on the scene of your farm or field for service when and where you need it. McFarland's, giving you all you need for a successful spring and summer under one roof. 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City. 542 on the clock. Daytime highs today expected to be around 43 degrees with sunshine. Well, the weather may have been challenging last year, but our Wisconsin vegetable producers still did pretty well. Still number one in the nation on snap bean production. We had more than 66,000 acres of snap beans last year. Number three in the nation in sweet corn production. We had uh, more than 56,000 acres of sweet corn last year. 23,000 acres of green peas, 4,000 acres of carrots, 5,100 acres of cucumbers, and 3,300 acres of cabbage, all harvested in Wisconsin last year to keep us as one of the vegetable leaders in the United States. Markets this morning in overnight electronic trade are holding fairly firm. We've got December new crop corn up a half, $4 and a half cent. November beans right now up two and three quarter cents, 940 and a quarter. July wheat's currently unchanged at 470 and three quarters. Barrel cheese on Friday was unchanged. 40 pound block cheese dropped a penny and a quarter to 157. Double A butter down a penny and a half to 226 and a half. Fluid milk in overnight trade. April is down a penny at 1528. May milk up a nickel, 1544 a hundredweight. You have to get out to August again before we get fluid milk contracts that are at or above the $16 mark. We may not have all the details yet on implementation of the 2018 Farm Bill, but the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Farm Service Agency Office have announced that dairy producers who elected to participate in the Livestock Gross Margin Program for Dairy Cattle now can participate in the Margin Protection Program for Dairy. Sign-up is going to start today through May 10th. So if you are enrolled in the 2018 Livestock Gross Margin Dairy Program, then you may be eligible for coverage under the Margin Protection Program. Check in with your local Farm Service Agency office and uh, get signed up. Looks like they're going to start the sign-up, even if we may still be waiting on some software details, etc. I'm sure your Farm Service Agency office will reach out to you. All right, we'll take a quick break. Coming up next, your connection with UW School of Veterinary Medicine, even if you don't own animals. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Kessler's Diamonds was founded on four big ideas. Number one, engagement ring customers should be able to see every style of engagement ring ever designed and every possible diamond option in one place at one time. And that place is Kessler's. Number two, every customer should get the lowest possible price without having to negotiate. Number three, if you bought it at Kessler's, it's guaranteed. It's just that simple. Even if you lose a diamond, including the center stone, we'll replace it. 
and all maintenance is free forever. Yes, it really is that miraculous. Number four. And this is the big one. At Kessler's, you will always feel like you're among friends. Because you are. Welcome to Kessler's. Visit Kesslersdiamonds.com to find the location nearest you and to read what customers are saying about Kessler's. We believe you'll be impressed. White mold, sudden death syndrome, root rot. If you raise soybeans, it may seem like you have all the cards stacked against you when it comes to disease. But did you know there is a new cost-effective seed treatment which can help prevent all three? Heads Up Seed Treatment offers a new proactive approach for dealing with fungal and bacterial diseases. Compatible with other seed treatments, hedge your bet against disease this spring. Ask your dealer for Heads Up today. To locate a dealer, visit HeadsUpST.com. The Red Zone on Regent Street is much more than a sports bar and restaurant. They're a full-blown entertainment venue. Music, comedy, creative entertainment at the Annex. Whatever Red Zone fans want, the Red Zone will bring it on. See the events calendar at theredzonemadison.com. Then meet up in the zone. Get to the Red Zone April 12th for Boys of Fall, O Weatherly, and Never Love. The only person who can actually find the needle in the haystack. Wow! This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. I've been sharing with you some behind-the-scenes details from the UW School of Veterinary Medicine and the UW Veterinary Care Clinic. Many people will say, well, this doesn't pertain to me, Pam. Their building project has no relevance on me. I don't own any animals. Since 2016, UW Veterinary Care has been making treatment even more accessible to Wisconsin's police dogs and their departments by offering a discounted care to canine officers. So far, 57 law enforcement agencies across the state have benefited from this offer by signing agreements for care with the teaching hospital. Let me introduce you to Dr. Courtney Arnoldi. She's a physical rehabilitation specialist at the UW Veterinary Care Clinic and founder of the clinic's Small Animal Rehabilitation Program. Today, one of the opportunities she has is to provide services to those canine officers across the state. She explained how it all got started. Well, and it was probably, yeah, 2003 I started the program, but I um, came to the vet school and noticed that they didn't have a specialty rehab program, so I made contact with Dr. Paul Manley um, and basically stalked him for several months and convinced him that I think we really need a physical rehabilitation program here. So he was very instrumental in starting the program in 2003. Now, why? What case did you make, Dr. Arnaldi, about uh, this being a need that uh, the School of Veterinary Medicine had? Um, You know, I think in human medicine, it just makes so much sense. You have a physical disability, you have some discomfort, you have a mobility issue, and Physical rehabilitation or physical therapy is very paramount to your success becoming more mobile. And so why not offer that to our small animal friends and large animal friends, you know, and special species? I mean, anyone can, I think, benefit from rehabilitation as long as it's an appropriate plan of care. Now, I want to make sure people are clear. We're not just talking about companion animals here. Oh, yes. I'm very lucky here. Um, It's an honor to be here, really. Uh, It's amazing working with all these specialty areas, and these surgeons and doctors are amazing. Um, I've had an opportunity to work with a few bunnies, um, large animal. I've worked with a donkey. I've worked with a cow. Um, So it's very, and cats, um, certainly. So I think we 
can apply our physical rehabilitation evaluation and treatment plans to all species, really, if, mm-hmm. if, you, if you can collaborate. I, I, that large animal is not my specialty, so it's nice to have my doctor right by my side sure. so um, they can help me establish a good plan. Now, one of the really rewarding aspects of your job is that you have found a way into the canine community with police officers. How did that whole relationship start? Well, I was able, I've been fortunate enough to work with some officers and their um, canine officers as well, and they're being evaluated in orthopedics or neurology, the ones I've been working with, and after surgery, after a physical ailment, if you will, um, I've been able to create a plan and be able to work with them to get them back to work. Tell me what that's like. First of all, it's amazing. I mean, it's an honor to work with these individuals and these dogs and their compassion for each other and their relationship is is just amazing. Um, so it's they're very dedicated, they're very committed, um, and it's really exciting to be able to work with them over several weeks or several months mm-hmm. to get them back to their job. Mm-hmm. What are the most common ailments, challenges, that those canine officers usually face, Dr. Arnaldi? I think, you know, when you think about a canine athlete or a working dog, um, especially these canines that are working on the SWAT team or their narcotic-sniffing dogs, their apprehension dogs, they have to accelerate really quickly, decelerate, run really fast, jump. They are so active. So a lot of the diagnoses I see are like, Maybe the joint becomes unstable, um, like with a cruciate ligament issue, like an ACL in a person. Um, they can have tendinopathies, so part of their um, where their muscle and their becomes aggravated, mm-hmm. and so they might have discomfort just because their tendons are inflamed because they become overused. Basically, mm-hmm. the physical abilities and the mental capabilities of these animals are amazing, and just being able to see how they work so in tune with their handlers yeah. or officers. Mm-hmm. You have to have a really good treatment plan to be able to get them back to work safely. The caliber of their activity is so high. That is Dr. Courtney Arnoldi. She is a physical rehabilitation specialist at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, the UW Veterinary Care Clinic. One of the canine officers that she had a chance to work with is Deputy Robert Zill with the Winnebago County Sheriff's Office. He is the handler of a German shepherd named Franz. Now, Franz serves his community by not only working as a narcotics detection dog, but he also is involved in tracking and subject apprehension. Well, Franz basically had an ACL tear, so Deputy Zill decided he deserved the best, and that's why he went to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, and it was a tremendous experience. When I walked in there, I was just like, this is this is unreal that you guys have the capability to do this kind of stuff. And then, you know, with that, one tends to think about not that it matters too much for me because the department was picking up all the costs, but then you start thinking about price. And I'm like, well, this cannot be cheap because this is, you know, this is an unbelievable right, service. Right. So on top of that, the UW Vet Clinic has a program where they only charge half. I think they call it their hero discount mm-hmm. and they charge, so 50%. So it, you know, on top of all the great services, they re- they recognize that, you know, if anyone's going to get a discount, these dogs and these animals that, you know, really don't get anything out of what they're doing outside of pure joy and doing it for the love of their companion, you know, that mm-hmm. they're, they're willing to take a substantial cut in price mm-hmm. on a pretty expensive surgery. You know, granted, I understand that the companions, 
and the handlers and, you know, the loved ones that own the, the animals, you know, they're getting a lot out of it too. But you got to understand too what the purpose, especially in my situation, what the purpose of a dog is. He, he does everything for me and protects me for, for nothing, absolutely nothing. He spends an entire life doing work for me, my department, the community I serve, for absolutely nothing. And I look at it like, you know, and, and it's all joy. Everything he does is based solely out of, out of, out of love for me and, or love for whoever his, his handler may be. And, you know, again, he gets nothing. So why not give, give, provide these services that are available? You know, why not, why not put money and why not, you know, allocate whatever you need to do as far as funds to a facility like this that is dedicated to, and taking care of these dogs when they experience problems so that they can go back out and do what they love. I mean, it's, it's almost like they're the voice for the animals because they don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. So it's like this place is just amazing. I mean, it's just if, if we're not going to give them uh, a place like this money, then who, who should we give it to? Well put, and a very satisfied customer. That is Deputy Robert Zill from Winnebago County Sheriff's Office. He is the handler of Franz, a canine specialist that works in narcotics detection, tracking, and subject apprehension in Winnebago County. So again, contributing to the community. And it all happened because of the world-class facilities we've got in Wisconsin through the UW School of Veterinary Medicine and the UW Veterinary Care Clinic. Remember, they are working towards a building expansion to keep providing services like that to canine officers across the state of Wisconsin. Find more online, Animals Need Heroes 2, T-O-O.com. Animals Need Heroes 2.com. For the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, I'm Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Wisconsin Beef Improvement 62nd Annual Performance Selected Bull Sale, Saturday, April 6th, starting at 11 a.m., three miles south of Platteville on Highway 80, then three miles east on College Farm Road, selling 65 yearling performance-tested bulls, Angus, Composite, Red Angus, Simmental, Tarantase, come check them out. Buy a WBIA test bull from your living room, office, or the test station. Go to dvauction.com. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up.